Bird, how you feeling, man? Hold on, I gotta send something off, man. You know, legal, legal issues. <laughs> What's up, man? Talk to me. We just came off a great episode. Dude. We just had the Kiefer Sykes. How you feeling? Inspired, man. Like, I'm not gonna lie, after I listened to Kiefer's story, um, I got to go watch the documentary, dude. Which you all guys, all you guys need to watch, Shy Town. We're gonna plug it a couple times in the interview, but so, great documentary. You ever have like some things that you just always put on the TV for background noise? Yes. That's that it used to be the book of Isaiah Thomas, like his like chapters going through like his career. Yeah, like, I know. That, that used I know to that be mine. Lot. That used to be mine. Now it's Keeper's um doc. Yeah. Son, like I was so inspired yesterday. I woke up at 3 a.m. dog, went outside, and did the uh... <laughs> listen, listen. I went outside at 3 a.m. and did the market smart pinky slide. <laughs> five miles. Five miles of market smart pinky slides. I was so I don't even know what that is, but God bless you too. Listen, Marcus Mark takes his pinky and he puts it on the ground and he defenses slides all the way down the court. <laughs> That's how inspired I was. But nah, this was actually like, I love Ryan, love JT. I think it's because I have a personal relationship with Keeper. I think this might get the edge on my favorite interview. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, son. This is start. We got, we got three star-studded lineups so far. Yeah, like, man. It's These no are hard job. to talk, bro. So I, I, I can't wait for that, the people to I can't wait for the people to hear Keeper's story, man. Like I wish that people could just really know that like that these people who we are interviewing are actually like they're superheroes for real. Yeah. Like yeah. you're really your favorite hooper's favorite hooper. Favorite part of the interview. Favorite part of the interview was when he was um up front, he was like when he was like kind of telling us how um, how that how athletes can go through. It don't matter the level, like he's been played at every level. But you can get like finances, like athletes' finances aren't no different than your regular dude who's down the street. Yeah, who's trying to take care of his family. Like everybody yeah. has bills. Everybody goes through life. Like nobody is nobody subject to anything. Like. People always look at some of these guys, they look like they make so much money, but it's like, yo, you have so many expenses. Yeah. And you start taking care of a lot of people. Right. And you start spending recklessly. Let me think, do I, well, my favorite part was, okay. So my favorite part was when I was telling the story about his, uh, his 2000th point, like the story behind mm -hmm. it. I didn't know that they didn't sleep that night. And I didn't remember that it came off of a free throw and the way he was able to tie everything back together. And I'd even realized that no one in Chicago would want him, no one on UIC would want him to have 20 points against them. You know what I mean? So uh, all that insight. I also liked how him and his dad had a really good relationship. Let's watch this episode, man. Let's give it to him. Oh yeah, turn this up. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Bears View Podcast, oh, yeah. best part in the world. Ever. That could be anywhere in the world. But you're here with us. Yes, sir. Here hey, I keep and make sure y'all tune into the next episode, whether we have a guest or not. I have a really good evergreen topic for y'all. Like y'all not gonna want to miss this. I promise. Yes, sir. Ski. Without further ado, the Keeper Sykes. It's just money. It's made up. Woo!
budget up Ain't gotta talk about nothing else End of discussion, yeah Who said he blowing the budget up? Come to the table Yeah, back outside, I'm done that boy downtown where you at where you staying <laughs> live from you know the yam that's crazy live that's from the yayo that's some same apartments that four apartments man you know that <laughs> all right let's get into it man let's get yeah. into it man oh, no, we gotta, you gotta bring you gotta bring them in though Hold that's on, what i'm about sir. to do i'm about to do it that's what i'm about to okay do. okay okay so Reporting live today, we got we got two-time Horizon League player of the year. We got overseas. But how many years you played overseas? Five years. Five-year overseas vet. We got G League vet. We got NBA vet. We got TBT winner. The game win. He hit the game winner in the TBT. That's the basketball tournament. We got one of the realest I ever met, you feel me? One of my big homies, one of my guys that held me down all through my college career. We got Keeper Sykes, man. Keeper Sykes, baby. Come on, man. Yes, Let's appreciate get it. Let's get it. Hall of Fame, man. You know, I'm in Oh, man. Hall of Fame Keith. We got Horizon League yeah. Hall of Famer. That's what Keeper I'm saying. Sykes. Really? This summer, man. This Hall of Fame vibes. Really TBT? Really TBT Hall of Fame? too. I ain't going to lie. Keeper made it cool to play in the TBT again. Hard to get to the free throw line. Now this is a matchup Rice has. Sykes bucket. Got it! Behind Jarby wins it! Yeah, that's what's up. For real. Because dudes, dudes was ducking. Dudes was ducking the TBT. was like, nah, I ain't messing with it. Yo, yo, keeper came in and torch took them boys yeah. all the way. Yeah, went pro after that. That that that, that definitely gave a lot of niggas motivation, right? And that shit was big. It was like they they asked me to play these last two years, and then I really really was watching it this year. That shit was dope. This year was real dope. Like everybody plays now. Yeah, this year was really competitive. Like this year was super dope, bro. I watched. And did it they up dope. the money? The prize money? Nah, right? they didn't. I wish they would. I did, but now like also more people getting paid. Cause our yeah. team like paid us to play, but now they like giving people, you know, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand, ten thousand a hoop. You know what oh, I'm saying? I didn't know you get paid to play in the TBT. Yeah, yeah. That's when you play for a school. Oh yeah. Man. So if you if you play for a school or if you play for like a big funded team where like somebody's like throwing throwing the bread for the team, then yeah. yeah. But a lot of the teams nah. But if you play them for like a, a big school, like yeah, they they gonna get everybody right. Yeah. Okay. Birthday, man, you know what it is. Happy birthday to you, man, while he on this call. Happy birthday to my man, Ted, the host. Man, we like, be man, working man. on the birthday. You know, it's like, man, everything happened perfect time. I've been trying to get on y'all pod for like the last six, seven months, something like that. Definitely. And then I just bumped into Bird out here in Miami. Yeah. And I was moving around the shot. We supposed to shot, like you say, two days ago last week. But it's your birthday today, man. You know how, you know, you know special niggas, now man. We, we do special things. I'm happy I'm able to, you know, Appreciate to help you, you and bless you, man. Birthday, man. We still oh, man. getting the work. National holiday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, national holiday for real. Hey, but listen, so I heard I heard you played in the game two days ago. How'd the game go? Talk to us. What you do out there? 
Yeah, man. So, first of all, let me go back to the Miami one, man. Niggas fouled me on the game winner, man. Like, <laughs> trash, bro. Like, y'all might got to run the clip when we do this podcast. Like, as I'm saying this, run the clip. But, uh, you know, fun game. So, I'm like, man, let me go to the shot. And, uh, man, uh, I stayed a couple extra days. So we had the, the, the championship. My team was hooping. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, I'm a hoop, man. And, uh, yeah, man, overtime game, good game, won a championship, man. And, man, I had 50, man, hung up 50, <laughs> man, the career. Great way to end the summer. So for the 50, for the 50, was it, like, kind of just, like, one person got all of it, Pauls? Or was it, like, dispersed amongst the team? Yeah, it was dispersed. It was dispersed, I would say. Okay. If so, yeah. I was gonna have to have I was gonna have to I was gonna have to have you call call that boy out. <laughs> nah, it was his first man. And I was also man, it was real unselfish too. I probably had like twelve assists or something like that. I like you know what I'm saying. So it was it was a good like. Oh, y'all Luka was getting Doncic up and down. Yeah, yeah, it was like a Luka Doncic type vibe. Yeah, so they, said, <laughs> they said keeper was like, yeah, I can eat, so I'll play. I'll get it. I'll go grab MVP real quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, that's fly. Yeah, my that's nigga Tune, you know my nigga Jerry, he be having the um STK, you know the STK plug. So yeah, I had the man be the first ever like Soldier Boy, man. That was their first. <laughs> that was their first year doing this tournament type vibe. So I'm like, I, right, I want to be the first to win MVP, first to win that. You feel me? That little prize yeah. money. So I did that. I rock with STK, gang. I ain't gonna lie to you. It be it be lit enough. And they took care of you too. How much was it? Well, the MVP got five hundred, but our team got two thousand. So we really, oh, okay, really okay, got okay. we really got twenty five hundred. Okay. Yeah, but I got my own little five hundred, so you know it's a blessing, man. It was a uh, yeah, it was lit though. It was lit though. I ain't gonna lie, it was lit. Let's take them back, bro. Let's take them back. Let's get to know Kiefer Sykes a little bit. You know, we caught up on these last couple pro ams, but growing up in Chicago. You weren't like a can't miss prospect. You weren't like Jabari Parker or one of those like you had to fight for everything, right? Like, yeah. can you talk to us about like your upbringing in Chicago and how you made it through? Yeah, so like that's what's so dope. I be like, I be liking to tell that part of like, man, I'm like, you know, six feet on a good day, like, bro, I could be anybody, like, you know what I'm saying? So like my journey, playing in the G, playing NBA, playing overseas, like, bro. Like, I've reached all my dreams, you know what I'm saying? And now it's just, like, going to that next level because, you know, somebody like me, bro, like, most people don't even make it that far. You know, I didn't even think I would play varsity in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, people was like, oh, yeah, after grade school, you you just going to be another hooper. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, coming up, man, I was, you know, growing up in Chicago, like you said, a lot of good athletes, um, a, a city where, bro, is just – you know, prestigious for our basketball and basketball community and our history. Um, so, you know, you love basketball. Like, I played football growing up. I come from a football family. My dad played in the NFL for a little bit. And uh, all of my brothers, we played football. We played all sports. Uh, shout out to my pops. So I start with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? He instilled it in me. Like, nah, like, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. Like, you want to go pro. Like, you want to go to college, we're going to do it. And, you know, he gave me that full support. And that's all I needed was, you know, just one person to believe in me. I just needed him to believe in me, and um, that turned into everything. So, uh, yeah, man, I grew up in Chicago playing, you know, in grade school those years where I was, like, I was real confident. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to figure this out. Like, you know, even though I was, like, I was younger, you know what I'm saying? I was My parents put me up a grade, 
but I always just like my pops put that leadership into me to where I was like, I never really followed the crowd. I just always knew like it was more to life. I wanted to be special. Like I grew up just like knowing that like my goal in life wasn't even just to play basketball. Like my goal in life, bro, is to get wealthy and rich. Like it's more to life. Like it's, it's something for me to figure out to live on this high, high life. Like, I grew up on a block where, like, one block was the projects where we live at, and the next block was, like, big-ass houses. So yeah. I'm like, man, if this one block separates this, like, I want to see this over here. You know, I don't want right. to stay here. So that's kind of what motivated me, bro. I, I just rode through my hood last week and saw I was trying to tell him, like, bro, it was literally one street that separated, like, the big houses from the projects. And, right. uh, you know what I'm saying? So that was just my goal. But uh, growing up, man, I was a, a good player in, in grade school. Then, you know, high school in Chicago is kind of where you figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, I most of the, it's, it's real killers in high school. You know, we got Simeon, like I said, we got Morgan Park, with Ayo DeSumo, and all these guys, you know, all these guys that went to these, you know, big name schools, go to big name colleges. And um, I ended up going, I had to go all the way on the other side of town to go to high school with my brother. Um, to go to this powerhouse, uh, Marshall High School, you know, you seen Hoop Dreams, all you know, all these movies mm-hmm. that inspired. Um, that's where I went, and uh, you know, it was a good team. And I was like, man, I'd rather go over here, where nobody know me, man. I get a fresh look, a blank canvas right. to create who I want to be. This your freshman and, uh, year? Yeah, it's my freshman year. So I went over there, uh, played, ended up playing junior varsity, and I remember my man's. You know Vince Garrett, Tev. He when I first walked into school, he said, "Man, this is about to be my backup guard on JV." That's what he said. That's Vince. You know what That's hundred percent Vince. Yeah. <laughs> he, he tell you that story. He said, "Man, this is about to be our backup guard." Like that's what he said. Cause I was hooping there in the summertime, and like, like I said, that school was tough, bro. Like we, you know, junior varsity is freshman, sophomores. Like we, we had a lot of good sophomores, and I was a freshman, mm-hmm. so he thought like the sophomore guards was gonna start things like that. Yeah, I ended up starting, man. In my second year, it was crazy because in the summertime, going into my sophomore year, bro, I had a, a, a crazy summer. Like, bro, I just literally, I remember, bro, I would, I would work out, work out, take the train home, bro, and, like, I wouldn't even make it to the bed. I would just fall asleep on the couch in the front room, bro. Mm-hmm. I had to get back up and go on the train, work out three times a day, things like that, bro. And I was, like, killing on the varsity team, too, because our team was, bro, our school was so good that we would have, like, two teams, you know, so, like, one team will play in, in these games and one team will play in these games because we had so many summer tournaments that we was in. So I was killing on the varsity level, but I didn't even get to get a trial for the varsity or get named to varsity because we had so many players. So, man, my sophomore year, bro, on JV, I just scored 30 every night, bro. Like, all right, I'm about to, you know, before the mm-hmm. varsity games, I'm about to turn this bitch up. Like, yeah, yeah. I know they about to fill us up, come come see the varsity, get ready to see the varsity, get their seats. So I'm about to turn this joint up because, like, my freshman year, we won city and state. You know what I'm saying? Only I think only like five teams in the history of Chicago ever did that. Like win city and state in the same year, like hundreds of years type shit. So that's how good they were. That's how good the school was. I was at, and uh, so I'm like, all right, my sophomore, I got to hang coaching. Let me get on varsity. Turned it up. Then um, on Christmas time, and he gave me that call. Like, man, you're gonna be on varsity. So I that think that's what helped me a lot. Yeah, yeah, that was the first call up and your thumb. Okay. Yeah. So so it was dope. Like. I got to like play junior varsity. Well, actually, I didn't play junior varsity after that. I, I went straight to varsity. I would play a little bit, sit on the bench, practice every day and stuff. But it, it, it helped me, bro. So my junior year, we had like a lot of guys um, 
you know, we had uh, Darius Smith go to UConn that year, my sophomore year. And uh, Eric Harris, he went to – I forgot where he went. We had some big-name some big name guys leave. So, okay. in my junior year is where I took off. You know, it was like 10 seniors. It was only like two two juniors on the team, me and another dude. And, man, we went to uh, we went to the city championship, lost by one, bro, and we went downstate. And uh, I finally got my uh, – got recruited and uh, went to Green Bay, bro, small school. And uh, – from there, as you know, man, the rest is history. In the midst of all this, when does KJ come in? KJ is Kiefer's son for all this. When does KJ come in? Yeah, KJ came in uh, junior year, so. Junior year of high school. Year, man. Yeah, so I was I was turning it up freshman year, turning it up sophomore year. You know, being that dude, like, oh, damn, he a, he a young boy on varsity. Ooh, ooh, yeah, you know, he was having motion. <laughs> yeah, bro. Damn. He was speeding. He was speeding. Yeah, in junior year, bro. Like I said, I was it was only two juniors on varsity. It was Ooh. all same. We was winning, bro. City, state. It was a lot going on. I was I was doing it. That was too much power. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too much. Yeah, power. Yo, you know what's crazy, Tev? I was thinking. I'm like, man, like Chicago really known for basketball, but like Chicago actually has like a bunch of like really good small guards. Like I just off the top of my head, thinking about you. Um, thinking about Randall, the handle by Randall's out there from Chicago. Yeah, it's too, right? Randall, yes, sir. Isaiah Thomas. Jerome Randall. You even got Pat Bev. You got even the little homie from out there, Chase Adams. Yeah, yeah, he was real good. He was right top in the country. Right, right, when he came out. Um, yeah, even, we got Will Bynum. Will Bynum. Georgia Tech. At the yeah, Derrick Rose. I don't know if you count him as small garbage, man. Yeah, Chicago, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot sure. of small guards. I was just kind of going to ask you, like, it, what Van is it out, out there? Well, not Chicago, but Fred Van Fleet out that way. Jalen Bronson yeah. is out that way, you know. Yeah. What, what is it What is it about that area to, like, developing a small guard? Because, like, you know, I know <coughs> Tev, Tev might not. Tev think he's um, Ben Simmons or something. Like, he the world's biggest Big guard. 6'4". <laughs> Animal, 220, but whatever, continue. What is it about the city of Chicago that, like, helps put these guys in a light to go and like be very successful like in they in their levels because if anybody knows like once you six feet honestly like you got an advantage but you had such a disadvantage like because you got to have everything to even be to even have like a look to even get a look right so what is it about the city like yeah i'll say like one toughest but i think it also comes from like like in the shot, bro, you don't gotta go far to get that competition. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it was dudes on my block that was cold, bro. Like, bro, every school got some guards. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you say, for everybody we name, it's it's three times that many people who didn't make it that was good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I just want to shout out Smoke. But yeah, you got you know what I'm saying? Sharon Collins, guys like that. Right, right. You know, like we we had a lot of a lot of good guards. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Like I say, my man's Darius Smith, you know, was a good guard. I went to UConn. Yeah. Ryan Boatwright. You know, we yeah, got Boatwright. Of, I'm even of thinking guys. of another guard. Oh, Tev definitely don't know. Yo, I think, do Randall got a brother? Yeah, Jerome Randall, he got a little brother. He went to FAMU. FAMU. I'm trying to think who you talking Either about. Either Chase Adams got a brother or Jerome got a brother. I'm not sure. Light skin dude, man. Shit. I 
know. Fam, you. I got. I got to get his name. I got to get his name. Yeah, but but yeah. So like for 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 every person, like you know what I'm saying. We name, bro. It's like three right. more people. You know what I'm saying. Or five more people for real. Like, so it's like, bro. It, it wasn't like you ain't got to go far to get that competition in Chicago. Like and like I said, just a lot, a lot of basketball out there, bro. A lot of tournaments. Like right. this summer was like five programs and like growing up is like hella high school tournaments. Then you know what I'm saying. Right. Back then, you know, we grew up hooping on the park. So, like, bro, I used to just go to the spot called the Cage, bro, and, like, or go to the YMCA or go to the Jackson Park. It was, like, like I say, number of dudes who, you know, was ranked ahead of me, you know? Like, right. ranked way ahead of me. Guys that were, like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't really ranked like that. So, it's, like, guys that, you know, it's, it's not that far. So, when you you know what I'm saying? You got to compete every day. You know what I'm saying? Right. You play any terms, you play on the courts, like, Dudes be real good, you know what I'm saying? So even, even Tyler, Tyler you, gotta you gotta have a you gotta learn to win, and uh, I think that carry over for sure. Yeah. So let's talk college a little bit. Cause college is really like what puts you on the map where you took off. But a lot of people don't know, and I wasn't even there yet, but you didn't have your hand, you didn't have your uh starting spot handed to you on the mm -hmm. walk-in in freshman year. Yeah. Like you weren't how was the recruitment before that? How was the recruitment? Uh, it, it was, um, so it went like, like I say, my junior year, we went downstate and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. um, one of the coaches who recruited my boy Alfonso, he was at Eastern Illinois. So he was recruiting him as a, he was a senior. I was a junior. Coach Corn? Yeah. Coach Corn recruited Al. And then he ended up going over to Green Bay. So he, I, he, you know, he instantly, you know, put me on their radar. I was like, man, we got to get this kid. I've been watching him, you know, things like that. So my junior year, bro, it, it was dope because like, so when like we had open gyms or come to games, like it'd be like one coach with them. I always see like two or three coaches, like you know what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, they really watching me, like, because at the time, like, who the fuck is this Green Bay? Like, you see a little Phoenix on the I'm like, what the fuck is like? I don't, I don't know this. Yeah. Shit. Like, nobody knows this place, bro. Like, yeah, I from Chicago. I tell, did it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, but they would always send like four letters, so. When I'm weeding through the letters, like you will see four of them, like so. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, they, they were yeah, smart, like that. They, they got that attention. Like if I get them recruiting, I would do that because they get a nigga attention, right? And like that, I say more of them show up to the games. So now I'm like, damn, who is this? So I ended up, you know, they ended up they 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 got in with like my coaches and my pops and them, and they came on. They took me on a visit, and I ain't gonna lie, bro, the visit was boring as shit. The, the visit was terrible. <laughs> the visit was terrible. Bro. I was playing video games with C Love, my visit, bro. Yeah, gang. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really like from Chicago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Like, turned up. Like, say, I got every shit going on. Like, yeah. Like, I, I want to, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't even want to say, but like, bro, I, I'm, I'm been, been outside a while, bro. Yeah. So that's why KJ just turned, what, 15, 16? Like, yeah. KJ, a grown man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was a young, grown man, bro. Yeah, so I go down. Damn, it's hella, it's hella white people, and it's just, it's just boring. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm we on the pod. I'm just keeping it real. I'm saying, yeah, I, I all right, all right. in the hood to like never seeing a white person to like going down here seeing hella white people and like uncomfortable, bro. Just uh, now, environment. Yeah, you turn into the minority as soon as you cross the bridge. It's like, and it's boring. You know what I'm saying? I'm just keeping it real. But they had two senior guards who was leaving, things like that, and uh. At that time, they was giving out bread like I forgot what it was like a per, was it was it per diem? Oh, stipend was it called stipend. Uh -huh. yep. Yeah, stipend every month. 
So, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm from the hood. I'm like, man, I can use this little two bands a month to take care of the fam. We were like, you know, little fake NIL back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Remember I lost my stipend? We ain't going to get into that story. Remember I lost my stipend? Oh, um, remember that. With Vince, the one I won. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You played him for the whole stipend and lost? Yeah, but my stipends used to be, they used to short me, though. So I didn't lose that much money, but I definitely <laughs> lost the one I won. They used to short me. But go ahead, go ahead. Back to the Canada, so give him the Canadian taxes or something. But, um, Crazy. But yeah, yeah, so, man, um, long story short, they had money and stuff. And like I said, they lost two senior guards, man, and they would come to the games and, Man, they just show loyalty, though. You know what I'm saying? They just show loyalty, you know, long story short. I'm like a guy that's all big on that. And um, that's how it happened, man. I ended up just committing there. And, uh, man, I, like, that's a big thing I want to say on this pod, man. The people like, bro, go to a school that's for you. You know what I'm saying? I know Steph Curry just came out with the documentary. Steph Curry just said it like, you know, he had a big-time opportunity because he was able to play. You know, I was able to. Right. Like, bro, that, 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 that NCAA was, like, big for my confidence, bro. Like, I'm like, all right, I ain't get recruited, but now I'm on a – now I'm under this blue patch. I'm under the NCAA, like. Right. So now I can show, like, from freshman to seniors that I'm good as – like, I ain't just trying to be the best in my class. No, I'm trying to be the best in NCAA. And my right. numbers could match up with theirs no matter where I'm at. And that was – bro, that was big for me, bro. And, uh – you know, help me, like I say, turn from somebody who just was happy to get school paid for to turn into, like, a professional where basketball, you know, my job now. Right. Right. Yeah, so that shit was being recruited. That was dope. You referenced your father two times in this interview, a couple times, actually. So it's clear, you know, y'all had a serious bond. And in college, mm -hmm. tragically, your father ended up passing. Like, what? how did that change you as a man, as a basketball player, as a brother? Like, what did you have to do when that happened? Yeah, when that happened, man, when that happened, it just, like, everything changed. I was like, man, now I got to get something up out of this basketball thing. I got to take care of my family. It's like, you know, even going back this weekend, it's just always give me that sense of, like, bro, it's more to do, it's more to do. It just, you know what I'm saying, to, to help my family and things like that. And just, it helped me, you know, take care of myself more, you know, take care of my kids more, take care of my family more, and just take basketball, bro, more serious, like, Bro, I be having to make a lot of sacrifices. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be having to make a lot of sacrifices and think much more sharper because it's like I don't really got nothing to fall back on. Like, you know, if, if I fall off, bro, like, um, like I don't got my pops so nobody to fall back on. Like, this shit really all on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like I say, man, even that I had to grow up fast. Like, shit. Like, I'm like, man, like, I got my kids, my mom, like, Right. It, it, it's all on me. So, like, when I talk about sacrifices, like, bro, I be having to live different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to, you know, cut people off sometimes. Or, like, bro, I got to, like, go into these times. Like, right now I'm in Miami and just make sure I'm working out, taking care of myself so I could be healthy and strong so I can take care of them. You know what I'm saying? I got to move different because, you know what I'm saying, I don't really got nothing I can fall back on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. I don't got my mom's and pop's crib that I could fall back to if something go wrong. Like, you know, I had to help my moms get a crib and help my people get a crib. But like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Really, really put everybody first. And tell the people how many brothers and sisters you have too. Yeah, yeah. So I got, uh, shit, it's like 10. I got 10 brothers and sisters. And then we got, you know, we took in five of my, my cousins, which are my brothers and sisters too. And, you know, all of them got kids, man. So like, 
That's what I'm saying, bro. It, it, it's really a lot of, it's, it's really, to be honest, a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just keep it real, bro. Life be a lot of pressure. But, like, I be having to handle it and make sure I'm handling myself, make sure I'm healed and mentally and spiritually and physically and emotionally right. You know what I'm saying? So I can do what I need to do. Because uh, to go out there and perform and, and provide, you know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah, like, that was him, you know? Performing and providing every day. I, it's crazy. He passed away. I just been thinking, like, he had to get up every day and provide, you know what I'm saying? And perform yeah. and be happy and, uh, you know, when I was growing up, it's just like he was there, so I just was living free. But then I realized, like, that, that stuff takes work, you know, to do that with a smile on your face, with all the vices that we go through and all the, you know, the trauma, the, you know, all the stuff that we live with mentally and physically, you know, you got to stay right. So, uh, man, I be just wanting to ask him, like, how he do it, you know what I'm saying, now that I'm getting to these ages. But, uh, but yeah, man, he, my, man, he helped me a lot, so. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just, he he was already preparing me for this. I feel like I always be telling right. him, like, I always, you know, I was telling him, like, I think he knew he was going to pass soon, so he always be preparing me for it, you know, little stuff, like, man, no, nah, come out here and fix the car, fix the tire, dude, like, little things, like, yeah, always get me prepared, so, you know, I'm definitely, you know, built for it. And uh, like, I could vouch, I could vouch, bro, I ain't gonna lie, we spent what, how long, we had two years together at GB? yeah. And like you would always like vouch and reference your dad on like, yo, my dad was like this to me, so I'm gonna be like this with y'all. And like I could, yeah. I do want to gas a lot of stuff on the pod and tell a lot of crazy stories. But one story, I'm, I'm gonna just say them as they come through and see fit. But uh-huh. there was one time, bro, we were at the shy league. Like I would shoot to Chicago with Kiefer every single weekend my freshman year. Yeah. Like I was like attached to this man at the hip, like bro, I'm coming to Chicago, I'm uh-huh. staying in. Yeah, he brother, told you how boring Green Bay was. It was boring. I'm like, yeah, you got to come up to the shot. <laughs> now imagine summertime, or so he's playing in the shy league, and the shy league is packed out. Like Iman Shumpert is playing, Waka yeah. Flock is in the crowd. I want to say the uh, Jabari Parker's playing. So it's like at capacity, nobody's getting in. Like no fans mm-hmm. are getting in. Like you could get one fan, and it's like seven of us. So I'm like, damn, bro, we ain't about to watch this game, bro. <laughs> oh, damn. So we get to the front of the line, and they like, it's capacity. I don't know what you want us to do. And Keeper's like, bro, these guys are all my family, bro. Like, yeah. they got to get in. Like, they come to see me play. They never get to see yeah. me play. I just won't play. Like, I just won't play in the game. Yeah. And the dude's like, he don't, first of all, I'm thinking like, yo, you are trying your hand. They got Jabari Parker. They got, they can tell you, all right, bro, get lost. All right, don't play. Yeah. <laughs> yo, so he, looked, he looked like his job on the line. So I'm like, oh, this might work a little bit. So he's like, <laughs> the dude is like, oh, all right, man, pick two. He's like, pick two. <laughs> they're all my family, bro. It's, it's cool. I won't play. But I tell you, we were all courtside at that game, bro. Oh, God. And I'm, oh, he the man. And that bitch was really that. busting. I remember that game. That game was really busting. Iman, yeah. Yeah, that game was busting. Overtime, I remember that game. bro. That Iman game finesse, live. too, because we was kicking it the whole day with Iman. We were with, shout out Pete, Worldwide Pete. We were with. Yeah, I was going to we mention were, that, man. I had a lot of Guardian Angels, too, man, that helped me out a lot since my pops been gone. But, uh. Yeah, you want to talk about Pete a little bit? Yeah, for sure that, for sure that. Yeah, yeah man, shout out Pete. We that was a you explain Pete, bro. I can't. He's a man of like, 
He's like World yeah. Wide West to me. He's like the hood World Wide West. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, that's definitely what he is, man. Like, he like a guardian angel to, like, a lot of niggas from the hood, man. And, like, uh-huh. what's crazy, bro, like, he he Italian. Like, he not even black. You know what I'm saying? But he was the first dude to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, show people that the world is, like, he just showed me, bro, like, like, he just showed me, like, nah, bro, like, the world is big, bro. You can do this. Like, whatever you want to do, you can do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'll see the nigga, like, have a different car every day and shit. Like, uh-huh. you feel me? Like, like, <laughs> Yo, Pete, like, I know you watching right now. You got to come on the pod. I don't care, yeah, bro. You got to yeah, pull up, yeah, bro. Gonna have I'm calling you out. You got to come yeah, to Burger like, like, man, whatever you do, you could do it. And he just such a real, a real person, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just showing me how to be real, just... Just, bro, just always a real person, bro, in all situations, circumstances, bro, like, and, and, and that was powerful, but, man, he helped a lot of people, bro, like, helped a lot of people in the shy. Obviously, it was like, like, you know what I'm saying? He helped me a lot, and then he was like, you know, a coach for the, for my, um, for the pro-am team, just, bro, just like a, uh, uh, he, he just, bro, a hood legend, you know what I'm saying? Just a hood legend, but, uh, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man, he. He was always there, you know what I'm saying? He's the first person took me to L.A., just showing me it's a big world, bro, and just supporting my dreams and, like, you know, poured into him, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. nah, bro, you, you can go to the NBA, and I'm going to pour into that, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. financially, but not even just financially, just, like, I was thinking about that earlier because I'm like, damn, I'm about to come on the pod, but, like, I don't even know how, like, you know, that's what I'm saying. He, I'm like, damn, this dude a guardian angel because, like, when I think about just how we connected, like I'm like, damn, how the fuck, how do we even start to, con- you know, speak every day type shit? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was just something that he like, no, nah, I'm gonna choose him, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, he was at like some of my first NBA games, bro. Like, you know, still just supporting, bro, but just never wanted the attention, but just a he good dude, bro. Just a great dude. Yeah. Try to make, try to pay for you. Got to force him. Like, I'll put some at will call for you, bro. Like. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, like the nigga, like that's what I'm saying, nigga. I gave him three courtside tickets and he gave me cash. Like didn't even like I knew it. I knew it. Wouldn't even let wouldn't even let me wouldn't even let me you know what I'm saying? It's the first NBA game and he been told me I was big, he took care of me. Like I'm put your course at. Like, he ain't yeah. do you like blind side? He ain't do you like the people from the blind side. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> trying to cash in, trying to cash it in on him. Nah, that's what I'm saying. Like and that's why he's so thorough, bro. Like, yeah, like you saying, bro, he had never even he had never like he don't want for nothing, bro. Like, he don't never want for nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, he dope, man. I be telling him, like, I, I still got to find a way to pay him back. Like, like you know what I'm saying? I want to get into this this business when I'm done and just maybe yeah. being an agent and, like, you know, put him in the mix, bro, because he helped so many people. But, right. you know, nobody really found a way to help him give it, give it back give it back to him, and I'm going to help, you know, pay it forward. But, uh, yeah, I know that's that's as much he probably wants to talk about him on his Yeah, phone, exactly. Like, he, I know he ain't no cameraman. He ain't no cameraman. Yeah. I'm already knowing. Yeah. I done been I'm in the trenches with Pete. I ain't gonna lie. He moved a little different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he lit, man. So, Bird, you got something? Yeah. So, hey, um, quick question, right? I ain't, I ain't never been to Chicago. I don't really know how active you are, like, on the music scene. Like, you know in New York how you see everybody all the time on the street or everything. Being in Chicago, like, you got any encounters with, like, Kanye, Common, uh, 
any any of them artists or any young artists you know coming up? Yeah, so I don't really um uh, not Kanye and Common, and that's good you brought that up because I want to talk about that Kanye, talk about Ye as well. Um, yeah, he's like real inspiration to me, so I would definitely love to meet him. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I would say like I, I grew up around Herbo, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Herbo, me being over east. And yeah. uh, you know, I, I bumped into Dirk a few times. Uh, went to a couple of his shows backstage, kicked it with him a little bit, like once at one of his shows. But uh, yeah, you know, I'll say that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I know a lot of other dudes. Like you, you, you actually will see Chance around a lot. Like okay, I, I be at Soul and stuff. You see him around a lot. He just had his like ten year anniversary from his acid rap joint. That's but crazy. But he just lived like yeah, he lived like bro, like a regular nigga like us, like. That's You'll crazy. be like, I remember listening yeah, to that yeah, in like, my freshman year. Yeah, he just be in the shot, bro. Like he just a cool, like he just enjoy the shot, like no security. Like I'd be like, dang, that's crazy because he chance, but he also chance. Like you know, ain't nobody gonna yeah. do that to him. Yeah, he him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'll say like, like her probably the one that I'm, I'm closest to as far as Chicago, you know, rappers. You know, they uh-huh. had me on the block with Baby's brother before. Yeah, so like little Bibby a rapper, but yeah, yeah him, him and uh G Money, who was um Juice World's manager, uh-huh. I was I, I was real close to them. You know what I'm saying? Grew up with okay. them, grew up with them. So, um, and they making a lot of bread, bro. They had uh they had a couple artists, uh Kid Leroy. Yeah, yeah, they 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 was big time, but they 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 made a lot off Juice World and uh R. P. The Juice. Um, you got a top three. You got a top three Chicago artists in your in your, in your list. Uh, Kanye, Dirt, Herb for me. Okay. I got to shout out Polo G too. I like him, man. He, uh, he right, tough. Right. I don't want to leave him off the list. It was tough to you know take him off the list, but right. you know, Herb just me being over east. I'm just showing love to who, you know to where I'm from. So welcome to Phase Line. Had our locker room in a chokehold. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Damn, out the cheap heat too. Damn, it's tough, man. I might just need a top five. Keep kind of the goat. Keep kind of like a little goat out there. Hey, y'all. Yeah, I know after practice, like y'all don't got the ones in. Hey, my ones is official. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, Tev's ones is official. I ain't gonna lie. Tev always in here talking about his ones, man. What about the you want ones? Me to go? Yeah, Tev ones. Go ahead. Go talk to him. He's probably the best in the ones. I ain't gonna lie. What? No. No. Nah, these he ones was, is crazy, bro. He was, bro. These ones is crazy. Look, look at you. He wanted to divide <laughs> and conquer. Look, I see what you was trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I, I mean, I'm a, how Hold much on, Tev. So Tev can play one on one. That's what I do. I feel like with Tev, I'm gonna just like short close out. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy? Nah, I still get that. He got hezzy go like lay both ways. <laughs> yeah. Pull up game, keep you honest. Like nah, he got. I ain't gonna lie. He was the toughest. And the it's only not reason he lost the one on one to Vince because the nigga Vince was a bully, bro. Like, yeah, Vince was too strong. I ain't gonna lie. Like he a bully, oh, man. He a bull, like. And I was trying to like be like, tough and not call fouls. I'm like, bro, you, this is the money yeah. on the line. Call your fouls, bro. Like. And Vince just a bull, like he just like, yeah, he's strong as hell, just a bull. But like, yeah, I don't even think that game was fair. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like down the real ones though, like 
even with that, Ted was definitely the best in one on one. I ain't go cap, and that's no cap. On the team, yeah. Thank you for Is my it? flowers. That's all I. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. For real. Hey, so I was just running down all your accomplishments, and I left one out, bro. Bro, you're you're a movie star. People don't know yeah. that. Yeah, I got a movie credit, man. All right, yeah, this man is a movie star. How did that come about? It's on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a real, like a real documentary, like Amazon yeah. Prime, iTunes. Like you can buy it now. Shy Town is the name. Please go watch it. Y'all need to watch it. Yeah, it's right. been spinning for a while too, man. We study getting read up, so that's what be dope. Like, oh, that's what's up. Yeah, it's been spinning for like 2018. So what? Five years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years. It's really not about the NBA. That's my dream, but I know the, like the odds of going to the NBA, so I'll just use basketball to get as far as I can. You're watching one of the best guards in the country. This freshman point guard out of Chicago. Keeper Sight. Keep your eye on Keeper Sight. People praise me for playing basketball well, but as fast as you snap your fingers, my life could go down the drain. Chicago, where I was brought up, I mean, a lot of dreams don't come true. There are 625 gangs in Chicago. The situation is worst on Chicago's south and west side. Every day you step outside your house, you just have that fear that something may go wrong and you have no control over it. He pointed at the car. The shots just started coming out of nowhere. I felt it when I got hit. Former star player at Marshall High School was shot and killed over the weekend. I just saw him at the funeral, that was it. Keith is carrying a lot of our dreams because a lot of us went to a road of destruction. To be on a level where I feel like my dreams can come true, I feel like I'm the person who's placed in a position to help my family the most. NBA scouts are paying attention, but is he living up to all this hype? Make shots, ain't no breaks. Let's go. All the basketball talk of me being drafted. It just seems unreal because, I mean, I know where I came from. What you gotta do. And with the 58th pick in the NBA draft. I just gotta keep working, keep fighting, because everybody can't be a basketball player. Got like you, he ain't played an NBA game. Like yeah. he ain't hit the TBT shot in the dock. Like life only. Yeah, got yeah. Part, part two coming yeah. soon, man. Part two. Ooh. I need to make a two, man. I've been, you know, Ooh. like I said, getting on my media shit, man. So yeah, man, <laughs> part two coming soon. You gotta pull back but up they, the bird's view and announce that first on your press run, yeah. whenever the time is. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. How you so, come about? Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A, I think like after this season, I'm gonna shoot this season, see where it go. And then I'm gonna probably like start putting, putting, getting the editor to put something together for this second one because they already like built up the first one. But yeah, so yeah, the, the movie, man, Shot Town, it's called Shot Town. So that's what's so dope, man. Like the movie, it just carries so much weight, bro. Like the whole movie, you know, named after the city. And, and, yeah. and I remember they was like, man, what should we name it? They was like, Shot Town? Nah, it's like a lot. I'm like, nah, that's heavy. Like, let's right. go for it. You know what I'm saying? You own that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's been dope. But uh, yeah, it just uh, that came about 
So these dudes was uh, from New York. They was filming Oprah's last season of her show. You know, her 10th yeah. year, 10th, whatever her show. And, um, but they like basketball. You know, they're from New York. They like basketball. They're yeah. like, man, we want to shoot our own independent movie on the side. You know, because they, you know, they in the media space. Let's build our own thing. Right. So they started shooting a bunch of things like nonviolence groups, peace leagues, a bunch yeah. of big name people from the shy. And then they was um it was my senior year, so they 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 started recording like all the scenes because we, we was all about to play in this all-star game, the top scenes. So they like they got in contact with those people who was putting on the game. Right. And they was like, hey, we can shoot the you know the movie heading up to the game, interview them and yeah. things like that, and then finish it at the game. Woo. So um that's how I got lucky, man, just really being a senior, you know, the right place at the right time. Damn. And uh, you know, after after they shot, you know. All that stuff, they was like, man, this is too much of a wide range, like a wide, wide scope. They didn't really have a, they ain't like the project that they had. Right. But they liked the me just, I think it was really like, because like how my dad was, like I ain't gonna lie, I got a friend at camera and I was just like myself and I was just, yeah, you know, charismatic. But you know me at the time, like shit, they put a the camera in front of my face, who knows? Like, like, see, I'm really trying to be a movie star on the low, like, humbly, you know <laughs> like Jason Taylor, you know, humbly, you know, I'm one of the best shooters in the world. I'm like, all right, I want to be. You know, I, I'm from Marsh, like, I'm a who dreams. I always wanted a movie. Like, right, shit, yeah. Like, they shooting me. But I, I, at this, like I said, at this point, I never thought it was going to be like a full movie about me. Like, they, it was about everybody. But I'm like, shit, I want my part to be on this bitch lit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they came and filmed at the crib. They seen my family. You know how we had false, you know, my, my, my little cousins and, you know. And then I went to, to Green Bay. And, you know, a lot of niggas that was cold. As freshmen, they weren't getting that much playing time at their school. You know, they got to figure it out. Right. But shit, I was like the freshman of the year. And then yeah. my pops died. And then my homie was going to jail. They was like, damn, like, after my, like, freshman of the year, sophomore year, they like, man, we just going to shoot this about you. Yeah. And that's how I came about, bro. And then, yeah. So I was shooting a movie during college. It was crazy. Damn. Cameras used to be falling. Like, we used NCAA to be going never tried to come get you? Who? Now they owe niggas some bread now, bro. You know how much money I made now they got the NIL? Woo! So they between us, they bread owe us bread up there, boy. Like they owe me money too. They owe me like six they bands. They owe us bread, bro. Like, let me I'm a chill. They put me in the Hall of Fame, so it's love, but they owe us some bread. <laughs> 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 they had us on posters and everything, man. Oh my gosh, I ate so much noodles at college, bro. It was crazy. <laughs> When uh, Shabazz went at, what do you say? We starving after you won oh, the bro, chip? We felt that in our hearts. I was like, he's speaking <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Ah, oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> he said, I ain't eating. He won a chip. Say, I ain't eating no more. <laughs> hey, that was super real. That was too real, bro. Shout out Shabazz, you got man. Yeah, shout out to Shabazz, Shabazz, man. He kickstarted it. Oh, bro. Shout out to Bass for real. Like, like you know how, you know how, like, Hungry gang had to be to wait till he won the chip. That was the first thing you know he was hungry, bro. Like, <laughs> this man was waiting for the platform. Bro. That's crazy. So you, you know, just talked about um Naughty. Is that that's the name, right? Naughty? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot behind. I want you to talk about this is twofold. I want you to talk about free 10. That's naughty. You said your friend went to jail, one of your best friends. And then talk to us about YBM and the collective and what y'all got going on. Cause y'all doing a lot of good things over there, man. Yeah. I really love what y'all doing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, first uh, 
I talk with my boy. So yeah, man, he 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 went he 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 did. Uh, man, he about to come home next year, man. November twenty twenty four, but uh, he had a fifteen year sentence. You know, he got to do eighty five percent. So uh, man, he did twelve years strong. You know what I'm saying for armed robbery, but that's why I be trying to tell you know tell y'all like, bro. Like I'm really from Chicago. Like these people I be with, like been with, like Mills, like all these people, bro. It's a lot, you know, a lot of death in my city, a lot of death close to us, and uh, a lot of gangs, bro. A lot of drugs, like it be a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot, even a couple young dudes just, you know, overdosing on pills these last couple summers, this summer. You know what I'm saying? It be a lot going on, but um, yeah. So, you know, I just be trying to be the light out here and give back. So, yeah, my boy Naughty, he went to he he went to jail, did his time, and it's like I always be telling people like it's one decision I probably could have been that if I wasn't. Yeah, you did school away. Yeah, like that that be real life. Like you one decision away from like you say not eating and like man, let me let me just go do what they doing real quick to get straight. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know what I'm saying to turn that into positive light, like you said, man, we started the Free Ten Foundation, a non for profit organization. Um, where we help kids that's been uh, traumatized and affected by gun gun violence and mass incarceration. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, if they parent, you know, was shot and killed, you know, they talk about a lot of deaths in Chicago. These people be leaving behind, you know, one kid, two kids, three kids, things like that. And now they back in that cycle, like, damn, I don't got my pops. So, you know, they dealing with the hood or dealing with, you know, I'm living without my pops, whatever the case may be, just got killed. And they just living with that anger. We feel the void, you know what I'm saying? They all these people go to jail for whatever the case may be. You know, we got a, a mass incarceration problem in America. These mm-hmm. kids feel with negativity, the cycle keep going. We feel that void. So man, um, and just other crises just of being um the socioeconomics in, in, in America, you know, poverty and just the the justice system, all these things that's pent up against us, you know, I'm just continuing to work and use my platform to first be relatable to the kids, then draw them in to our, to our events and our programming. You know, so we do a lot of camps and things like that and um, a lot of events. And like I said, I named it uh, the Free 10 Foundation because my brother, Levon Carter, wore number 10. And, you know, mm-hmm. 10 is like the number of completion. And just 10 is the number of, like, tithing. You know, I'm big into just my faith and believing in, right. in God and let the world be a better place. And everybody can get your 10%. So, you know, you got $100, you can get $10. Got ten dollars, you can get one dollar. You got one dollar, we can all give ten percent, or it ain't even just about money. Just giving our, I say ties as you know, generosity back to the to the, right. to, the to the kids. That's energy support, just being a good person, just just giving the right energy back is ties. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even got to be monetary, but uh, so yeah, we built that, and uh, you know, YBM, youth basketball mentor, is our you know our, our camps and how we just turn in. Our, our legacy of becoming dudes who just was unranked and went to small schools and underprivileged, underrepresented to reaching all our dreams of being NBA players, like say having a movie, God willing, having a book credit, doing things like y'all boys doing, doing podcasts and, and media and just and business. Um, that's what YB, YBM is, man, just building it big and, and uh, giving it back and just you know what I'm saying? Just trying to play Monopoly out here with the world, man. You know, get some money in and, 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 and keep going around. Getting that money on. Yeah, that money on. 
Mike Young, get you done, Young. Yeah. <laughs> get you done, Young, too, though. Who, who, gave, who gave you that game? Like, who opened your eyes to those ventures and stuff like that? Yeah, so like I was saying, man, people like Pete, man, the first dude took me to L.A., man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, it's, the world's big. You can do this. You can do that, man. Took me to big time parties and stuff, showing yeah. me like the lifestyle and just, you know what I'm saying, the responsibility that comes along with it. Because you don't want to be in a lane. Like you said, you want to have some motion. And right. uh, you want to have some forward progress, you know what I'm saying? Also have some discipline and do it the right way. So uh, guys like him, man, really, in, um, I think when you're just being thorough, man, a lot of doors open up for you. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, for me, I just be trying to stay real, stay trill. And I can't say, like, you know, somebody showed me this. But, like, when I get in the positions of, like, yeah, when I, like, all right, I'm in the NBA or traveling around the world, like, right. I just stay thorough. And, and, and when opportunities come, I just feel like I just handle it in the most real way possible. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So that's for people that's, like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to always have no blueprint or, like, somebody in front of you to show you all the time, but, you know what I'm saying? You just got to handle it in the most real way possible. I mean, that's kind of how I move, and uh, that's what worked for me, bro. Like, even just coming out here to Miami, it's my first time leaving the city. Like, to be honest, it's uncomfortable, but yeah, I just try to, you know, learn as I go, bro, and stay real. How you like it out here so far? It's dope, man. I ain't going to lie, it's dope. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's I like a different it a type time. Yeah, I mean, so I just like it so far because I just be working out. and yeah. um, But, man, you know, you heavily motivated, bro. You always seeing fast cars, high-end stuff. Like, uh -huh. you know, I want, I want to, like, be around this and see this so I can stay motivated. You know, right. especially, like, right now, I feel like I'm in the middle of my career, like, in the middle. So, you know what yeah. Kobe said, don't rest in the middle, rest at the end. So I'm like, all right, what can motivate me just putting myself in this space? Like, because, you know, going through your, your, your career, you know, your mind, your 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 heart, everything get hardening, and it just be like unfamiliar, uncertain. You gotta find a way to keep going. So, yeah, Miami was a dope change of scenery for me. You know, seeing palm trees, pools, boats every day is just like it's a vibe. Yeah. yeah, I wanted. I had a quick question about the um about the G League. Mm -hmm. so like you hear, some people love it, some people hate it. I mean, for you, it kind of gave you a nice opportunity. But how how how'd you like it? Because I know when I played. When I was in Phoenix, like, man, we practiced in a YMCA. We lived in a high school. Like, how, how'd you like it out there in Indiana? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I played in the G League three years. So, I'm, I want to talk mm -hmm. about all the experience because, like, I'm actually, like you say, a vet in the G. So, right. uh, people, people don't be knowing that. Like, uh, you know, it definitely gave me a lot of fruits as far as, like, the one year, you know, I got, you know, played in the NBA for, you know, and got a year full credit. But uh, last year, in my first year, I feel like I did the I, I did actually I did the full year, and you know, like you say, it's definitely pros and cons. So I like, mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of things, you could say like I, I lost money, right? Because like I had right. bigger deals that I didn't take. But for me, bro, I, I just love the journey. Like I love basketball, so bro, it's like right. I don't always look at it as money because like. Cause you know, I'm gonna stay in the States again this year. And it's like, obviously going for my dreams is the most important thing, but like also, you know, you gotta do what, what aligns your lifestyle. So like right. those times, like my, it helped my lifestyle, you know, like being home with family. Like I was just telling y'all, my son was in eighth grade, 
Like if I'm right. away, I miss his eighth grade graduation. I miss his luncheon. I miss like things like that. Or like right. I'm staying again this year. He about to be a freshman. Like he need me, bro. Like right. I'm making sure he starts school and enjoy his first year. Because uh, those years when I was abroad, I missed a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, you know, I played summer league this past summer. So, like, you, when you get these opportunities, bro, you got to take them. Because, say, right. in a year's time, if I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to do the GM I'm gonna get this bread. Or last year, I'm not going to do the GM I'm get this bread. These opportunities might not come back when you play summer right. league with a G League team that wants you. Right. Which is like, you know, the G League, like says, one day you can wake up in the G League, the next day you can wake up in the NBA. So, um, yeah, with that being said, all the opportunities were dope, bro. So my first year I did, you know, Austin, Texas, which, you know, that was a great place, you know, being in, right. in Texas, you know, coming from Chicago and Green Bay, cold as hell, to go to right. training camp with Coach Popovich, who just got in the Hall of Fame, yeah, Tony Parker Hall of Fame, Tim Duncan Hall of Fame, Manu Hall of Fame, Kawhi Leonard. LaMarcus Aldridge, guys like that, Patty Mills, yeah. Danny Green, yeah. like, it, like that team, like those dudes molded me and made me the profession that I am today just right. for being around them for like the month or whatever in training camp. So, yeah, then I went to the G League. It was dope, bro. Like, And it's crazy because like I feel like, you know, the thing about the G that's the toughest is the politics. It's political. You know what I'm saying? So, like I had a great season. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even last year, I was hurt, but I feel like I had a great season. But, you know, they call up who they want to because of the numbers or whatever the situation may be. But, yeah. um, you know, my first year, I put together a great season. You know, Indiana, I put together a great season. And uh, they called me up. And then last year in Detroit, I was hurt the first 10 weeks, 12 weeks. Um, and then we, we went like 3-13 and 13 when I was hurt in the showcase. And then yeah. I got back. We was 1-6. and six. And once I got healthy – we went like, I don't know, like seventeen and seventeen and like five or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I put together another great season, but it was too late. But right. just to be in Detroit, close to home, man, and just yeah, you I know, know that's amazing. Yeah, to play to play, bro. Like to play in the G, it's 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 a tough league, bro. It's a special place. It's right. only you know 400 players that even play in the G League. So like, you know, it's definitely a special place. And, uh, you know, you're playing against first-rounders, second-rounders, you know, guys that's on NBA contracts that, you know, may not get the minutes up top, but, you know, going to get the minutes down there. So it's great competition. So, man, I just be trying to be the best player I could be. So, you know, I enjoy the journey. And, uh, like I said, I like to do it, especially because, like, all right, I'm about to be 30 in December. So, like, all right, I can make as much money as I can from here on out. Right. But for now, bro, it's just making me every year I feel like I'm becoming a better player. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Man, it's crazy. You, you you talked about and it's like Manu Ginobili, one of my favorite players. So you kind of got to talk to us a little bit about them practices, that training camp with Mono, TP, Tim Duncan, like mm. them is hall them is hall of famers like all across the world. Like talk about what is those practices like? What's pop like with those guys? What's Man, pop it like was with crazy. You hear Jam when Jamal um from um, Atlanta when he came out and was like, "Man, that they be fucking with." Some guys, they treat some guys a certain type of way. Like, how was it out there with Pop? Yeah, no, that, it was thorough, bro. I always tell them, like, All right, I'll never forget, bro, the first film session. That was the year they lost to the Clippers in the first round. And that was the first time they been out of the playoffs that early in a while. So coming in training camp, you know, it was all smiles and shit. It was like, you know, Pop a good dude. Uh, bro, he get to the first film session, bro. He getting on their ass. The stars. Like, the stars. Like, okay. Tim Duncan, bro, you ain't playing no defense. 
Like, fuck, we gonna win if they and he playing the clips. Niggas gonna get back. Then yeah. he, man, I don't know why the hell they gave you defensive player. Yeah, Kawhi, you you ain't guarding like shit. Like, oh, shit. oh damn. <laughs> so, so I'm like, I see why they win, bro. I see like, bro, he holds them to a standard. You know what I'm saying? A crazy standard, bro. And like, but at the same time, you know, it was like it was so dope because like. Bro, I learned so much, and like they were so good, bro. Like they were so good, bro. It was like they were too good, like to where I'm, I'm watching cooked? the movie. You're getting cut, bro. It was like, bro. It, it, it was like, bro. You know, Pop. He was on low match, bro. We we were practicing for like, bro, hour twenty minutes, but like they, bro, they, bro, they been there so long, bro. They knew all the drills. It was like, yeah. It was like, bro. They was moving so fast and fluid that it made us look bad. Like by the yeah, time huh? the second, third unit got on. <laughs> We just learned to play. Well-oiled machine, we fucking the play. bro. Like well-oiled machine, bro. It's like them niggas was passing behind the head. Like, bro, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Cutting everything, like, bro, it was like this is the first time. Like, bro, I went from Green Bay to San Antonio Spurs. You feel me? Like, that is crazy. <laughs> like, that, dude, I never like, thought bro, about like, that. That is the crazy. champions, bro. Like, these yeah. dudes was like this. This is like from my senior guy for like coach. I'm like, dang, teach me something else to like. This is the it's highest crazy. level of basketball, bro. Like, yeah. This is the highest level. Like, bro, Champion. I remember, yeah, like, when I'm getting cooked, like, I remember Kawhi was guarding me one time. It's like, dude was, like, miming me, bro. Like, I dribbled <laughs> through the leg, dribbled. Like, every step I took, he took a step, and I tried to shoot. He just, like, blocked it right in my face. Like, and I'm like, damn, these niggas is like. <laughs> like, that's when I knew, bro. Like, I'm, I always told you, like, Kawhi the best player I've seen, bro. Like, For real? Like, he, he's, like, he's like MJ, bro. Like, but he just, you know, been hurt and been going through a lot. But, like. You see why he won the championship in Toronto, bro. He's like, like if he was healthy, bro, it'd be like LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. Like we were at that game when he was going crazy, but Toronto yeah, still bro, lost that like, game. But we were there watching yeah, Al. Bro. Yeah. So man, um, yeah, like like bro, to speak about them, bro, boys, D Al, and just the Spurs, bro. They just like, like I said, that 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 six weeks. Like I say, set my whole professional career for real. That's a blessing on how to be professional and just the level you got to play at and win at. You know what I'm saying? I got a question. I I want to speak to this now. I'm gonna give them another side of you that like people don't know. So like we talk, we're gonna talk about genius in a little bit. Move what inspires you? How you stay inspired? Because you like take inspiration serious. But yeah. Jaybird and everybody at home. Like Kiefer's like a psychopath, you feel me? Like, like for <laughs> success though, like, yeah. I want you to get into. I'm gonna give a story. Like, you know, people manifest stuff. Kiefer, you know a story me. I'm about to tell or not? Nah? I said what? You, you, you've told me. You've told me. I think. Do you know a story I'm about to tell, Kiefer? Probably about the vision. You want to? Listen, no, not the vision board. But we could get into. We gonna get into all that. But I swear to God, bro, I swear to God, I'm not lying. And this is supposed to be in the movie, too. So we're on the bus. Kiefer is 20 points away from, and, like, this is a dude, like, he kind of set the bar high on everything. Like, I remember going into his senior year, he had just averaged 20 a game. And I'm like, what you think? You just want to keep it at 20? He's like, nah, I need, like, 24. And I'm like, 24? That's, a, that's four more points. Like, yeah, 20 was hard enough. Like, they're going to be double teaming you, but. So he's <laughs> 20 points away from 2,000 points, not 1,000, like 
from the 2000 Point Club. Yeah. And Kiefer's from Chicago. We're playing at, is it UIC? Yeah. UIC. So it's going to be his last game in Chicago. It's like a big deal. Everybody his there. family's there. It's about to, he's 20 points away. So chances are he averages about 17 his senior year. So chances are if you have an okay game, he should get it. You feel me? Realistically. If he's just a little bit better than a normal day, he'll get it. Yeah. But but I might not get it because it's twenty point. You know what I'm saying? That niggas in the yeah. There's a lot going on. I remember that. They don't want him to get twenty at the crib. It it always happens like that. So boom. So he talking to me. He's talking to me on the no. Was it on the bus or before shoot around? It was after shoot around. He comes sits beside me. He's like, Yo, Tev. I don't know what it is, bro. Watch. I'm getting that shit by halftime. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, like, he's 20 points away. Like, right. I'm like, bro, you kind of average 17. So, like, you'll probably get it near the end of the game. But right. I didn't say that because, you know, right. it's my dog. I'm riding. Like, if you say halftime. Like, you're like, man, first 10 minutes, man. You, you feel me? Oh, <laughs> you doing halftime then. You get that first 10, man. If, 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 if Coach Rocket with you, bro, you'll get that first 10. Yeah, so I'm like, but I do leave, like, this dude is crazy. All right, whatever. So, bro, he he's cooking that team. first he half. The whole team. He's cooking that first half. I ain't gonna lie. He's going crazy. Uh-huh. And then coming down to the last 10 seconds, what does he have? He has 17 points. Is that has 17 <laughs> points in the last 10 seconds? So he walking it down. He's gunning it down. Three, two. Hey, shoot that shit. Cash it. 20 points at the half at the crib. At the buzzer, like, oh, bro. I'm running the. I'm gonna run the clip because he run right to me. I'm like, ah, oh, like, <laughs> yo, and you don't even know why I'm so excited. I'm dapping him. I'm spinning. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. He did this shit. Top of the key, spots up, fires a three. Bang! Two thousand for the senior Kiefer Sykes, and he does it in his home city at the buzzer. Kiefer Sykes, what a moment! For Kiefer Sykes and the Green Bay Phoenix as Sykes in his home city of Chicago. Able to come through with a 21 point first half and make him some history along the way as he becomes the second Phoenix and the 10th player in Horizon League history to surpass 2,000 points. He does so in his 123rd career game. But like, that speaks to the type of person that he is. Like, bro's big on, like, talk to them about the, the self-work you do, the manifestation, the vision board. I was with this man. I'm about to tell your whole story. I'm doing your interview for you. Talk to him about the retreats, the yoga. Tell us. Talk to us, man. Yeah. Um, so, man, that that's just like, like you say, it'd be the moments, bro. Like, when I just be knowing this guy. Like, because like you say, like, think about that moment, bro. It was like, oh, like, it's really be energy. Like, I just know it's such a big word because, like, even that that trip, right? Like he say, like the reason why it was so crazy, bro. Because I remember that trip, bro. We I don't, I don't even think we went to sleep. Like me and Al, we was bro. We was out all night. We we land in Chicago, bro. That's our, that's what I'm saying. We it's our senior year, bro. This this at this point, we living wild. Like bro, I'm getting <laughs> money. I'm running the city. Like senior, year, I'm on a drive board. So I'm like, it was a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like. Like, fuck it, why not think big? So, I, like I say, this is my boy. He the only one I could find. And I'm like, I go to shoot around. I'm like, bro, I'm about to get that shit the first half. I don't care. Like, it was like a point of knowing what the numbers say. But it was like, man, I, like, I don't know, bro. I just be, it's, it's like stillness, bro, is the key. Like, 
stillness, bro. You gotta listen to that. You gotta listen to stillness. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And those little pockets, bro. Those little moments where I just get to sit and be still. Like you just get to hear God. And it was like, like you say, the cameras in that a movie, all that shit. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, I'm about to get this shit in the first half. These niggas talking hey, shit. Hold on, they got it on camera. I'm about to get this shit in the first half. Yeah, it's in the movie. Oh no, nah, they didn't. But nah, man, you know that Hey, we need to start manifesting like that, gang. We got the media in the pod, but we need to start doing that. But like I say, so go back to the moment. It was like, so like I said, I got 17. And I think like we fouled them or some shit with like uh-huh. six seconds. So that's how God worked, right? Like He gave you give me that random clock out or anything. Same thing. The, re- the nigga missed the free throw. <laughs> Rebound come right to me. Like, so it just be like, bro, them be the moments where like I know for sure I'm gonna go to the NBA. I know like if you manifest, you can get what you want because the universe is gonna line, it's gonna align for you, bro, if you're doing the right, right thing. So like yeah, bro, like, just this morning, bro, go to yoga, like, just getting that stillness, bro, getting your body, bro, your your mind moving, bro, like, reading, just positivity, positive energy, bro, like, that's how I manifested, bro, like, that's what I'm saying, like, bro, playing the NBA, bro, it's people that have never played in the NBA, bro, like, I played in the NBA, like, I always said I would play in the NBA, but, bro, I'm six feet, bro, I, I'm anybody, like, even that year, bro, like, TJ McConnell get hurt, Ed Summers yeah. get hurt, like, and, and not to speak on no injuries or nothing, but... Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that energy real. But I'm saying, then it was COVID. So, like, bro, like, niggas don't know, like, bro, the nigga, before I went to Madison Square Garden scored 20, the nigga that was sitting next to me on the plane got COVID, bro. Like, you feel me? The nigga next to me got COVID. Yeah. Like, we flew on the plane. I'm asleep, passed out, snoring probably, like. Breathing the same air. Breathing the same air, like we get off the thing, yeah. they take Q test, got COVID. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, please don't have COVID. Like this, is my ten day at the, the time when the ten day game. Yeah, this my, this my I need the kill to get this four year deal. <laughs> I like how you glanced over 20th Madison Square Garden too. I like how you just said that and kept it moving because that's the thing. Bright lights, big yeah, city, did that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm saying to say like how how shit be aligned as far as like. If you put positive energy out there, bro, no matter what's going on, bro, it's going to go in your favor. Because yeah. I be, like I said, I always just think about the moments of like, this This happened so special, how or because of, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they didn't call the timeout, I wouldn't have got it. Like, even the game the other night. Like, so I got 50, but the nigga, um, bro, it's like 16 seconds, but we up like seven. I don't know. They, they call a timeout, like, right. trying to get a last shot. It was dumb though. Like they, they probably should have just inbound the ball, walked it down, took a shot at the time ball. But they right. called a timeout trying to drop a play. And then now now they announced, oh shit, Keeper has 48 points. So I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, if these niggas, if these niggas take a dumbass shot, I can go get fit. Going up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? But like that's that's just life. You feel me? Like I, I was I was telling my homie Lito that like I be just confiding in my good friends, like. You know, it really be God and just positive energy and all that self-work because it could have happened to where, like I said, they could have just, we scored the free throw. They could have took the ball, held for the last shot, or threw the ball and held it. And they would right. never say I had 48, would never, you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's already, you know, it'd be written. So it'd be like, so yeah, man, like, I mean, 
like I said, we can speak to all the yoga and the reading, but it's just like, bro, if you it just if you live with the right energy, bro, and believe and have that faith, bro, like, like if y'all believe, bro, this podcast is gonna work, bro, it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it be that like I remember you you taught me a lot Tim, too, just about irrational faith, but bro, like life is irrational when you think about it, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it really is. You know what I'm saying? Like and, and, and like I said, I, when I think about all those moments. Right. It just happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that that I mean, that's what's so dope about Kanye, bro. So like get like, into I'm watching, it. Take us like, to I'm easy. watching his doc, bro. Like I'm watching his doc and like every time I watch it, I just watch little stuff. So like when he went into the Rock Nation. Yeah. Rapping. He, when he was getting recorded, bro, you could yeah. see him like touching on the wall, like in idle moments of like, oh, they not listening to me, but he playing it off, but he like knowing like, all right, my shit gonna be on the wall. Like, he touching the wall, like I just be yeah. looking at little shit like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like you gotta have that irrational faith, bro. Like, and and and, and I'm gonna put my phone in charge. But even in the moments where like he was talking about Hove, which was so special, he was like, man, this man Hove, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could be a star, like people don't want to be around him because like he a mogul, he an icon. He like, man, I'm taking every opportunity. But he also still knew that he was a big star too. Like, right. It was just like, bro, you got to just, you just got to know it, bro. Like, some people know it, some people don't, bro. He was insane, bro. Like, irrational yeah, confidence, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be a little bit. I mean, but why not? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why people, just why not, bro? You got to live with no fear. Like, why not? We only get one shot at this. Yo. Yeah, bro, you only live through your eyes, bro. Why not? You got to talk me, you got to talk me through what it's like. All the work leading up. All the ups and the downs, and then you walk into the locker room, NBA first game, you see that jersey out with your last name on the back. We gonna play that clip too. It's Kiefer's mom, someone he had a strong message for. Once he learned yesterday, his contract was fully guaranteed. She deserved this more than anybody. Like, man, she took in five kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, taking care of my kids when I, when I told her I want to play college basketball. Man, I can't wait to see her, man. I can't wait to see her when she come up here for this game. Oh, you crying. Talking about Yo, mom. working on for the court. Yeah. That interview that is crazy. What's it like? Yeah. Like, the, oh, it's like an overwhelming feeling. Because you didn't get, yeah. you didn't come through the front door. You ain't come through the back. Yeah. You went through the side door. Like, yeah, I went through the alley Essentially came through the TBT showing yeah. them like, yo, I'm here. Yeah. And man, um, like I say, that and that's what I be saying when I'm saying sacrifices, bro. Like, I turned down a lot of bread, bro. Like, it ain't about the money, but I'm just speaking because people like money, so I'm just putting it in perspective. Like, right. you know, I just won TBT, bro. Like, I just came from playing in China and Australia. Like, bro, I got a million dollars on the table. Like, no cap. Like, right. zero cap. I got a million dollars on the table. Like niggas, like hey, they go a million dollars to go play in China right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, t I take I take eighty five thousand Exhibit Ten contract from Indiana before wow. I hit the before the TBT. You know what Damn, I'm saying? Like, they don't know that. Before, yeah, this was like before the Final Four. You know what I'm saying? Because you know yeah. when I hit the shot, they announced, "Oh, he hits the shot, signs with pick." Like, right, you know, but right, I didn't right, sign right. there obviously. But I literally, that's it. yeah, like if if we lose. I don't make that TBT bread and I'm going to Indiana. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, yeah. that's what it is. Like, I'm just betting on myself. But, um, 
But yeah, man, I just, I just bro played overseas a lot, bro. It was COVID. I was tired of playing abroad, and like I was like I was manifesting it, bro. It was like Ask Ted mm-hmm. was like, man, I'm going to the league after this year. Go to Korea, man. I'm going to the league after this year. Go to Turkey. Yeah. Man. I'm going to the league after this year. Go to Italy, like to the point where niggas probably like, oh, all right, bro. I heard, you know, I heard that, but I'm still holding. Yeah. Like even now, like I'm like, nigga, I'm like this season, I'm healthy. Like, bro, I'm, I'm playing in the league. Like. Yeah, if I gotta go to the G and work. I got, I'm playing the league this year. Like, that's the I goal. I can't wait to get that. Till you up there and we yeah. can play this clip. You yeah. want it on the yeah. page? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, his first game, his first game in the league this year. We taking the trip out there. Yeah, playing yeah. in the league. So I ain't um, Pete. I, I need I need my will call tickets. I ain't Pete. I ain't giving you cash for the nah, tickets. Nah, you good, man. And, and, <laughs> and it be on some shit with like Ted, right? Like it's like nigga probably be tired of me because I'm like. He like, man, I'm going to pull up on him. like, nah, nigga, wait till I get in the league. Like, type yeah. shit. That's yeah, just how I be talking. Like, you know what it's I'm saying? It's true. He dead be talking like that. I be yeah. like, damn, bro. Like, yeah. I can't pull so up. Like, you know, if you got to postpone your shit, bro, it's okay to, bro, postpone your dreams. Like, don't let no nigga tell you you're not going to get it. Like, it's okay to postpone it, bro. Like I said, I had to wait six, seven years. But, yeah, bro, I, I, I finally... And, and niggas don't know, like, like, like Kanye said on the shit, like, bro, I needed that deal. Like, when they called me up, bro, I needed that nigga. I was flat, broke, like, all my money. People don't be knowing that. 85000 I want to make a shit. It's Christmas time coming up, bro. Like, I ain't even really get my kids shit. Like, yeah, I got them everything I can get them, bro. And I was like, damn. It was a day. It was like Christmas coming up, bro. I came home. And, bro, I ain't had shit. Like, I'm damn, bro. Like. I was low key getting stressed in that G gang in the G league. You know how it is. Yeah. They called me up, bro. And they called me up, bro. I remember, bro, I wore the same fit I bought for Christmas to the first game. Like, bro, I ain't really had no, you feel me? I ain't really had shit, bro. Like, I needed that. Like, when he said that H to the Izzo, he, man, when he got that, when he made that, that H to the Izzo, he, man, I needed that. That changed my shit. Yeah. Like, that was my moment. Like, when they called me, gang, like, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, Y'all talking about crown every nigga. I cried on the way up there on the drive. Like, they called me, like, man, you got to be in here at 8 a.m. in the morning. I'm at the crib. Like, I'm at the crib in the shot. We on, we just played in the showcase. Like, I killed everybody getting called up for COVID, nigga. I don't get no call up. Like, I had 22 and 14. I remember, like, 22 and 14. So I'm like, damn, how? Like, Nick, that was when niggas was getting them call ups back. Like, it was like 100. It was some nasty. Call-ups. Like, it was like 80 call ups that year. You feel me? Like, nigga, I'm shooting. I was shooting like 50% from three all types. I'm like, damn, niggas ain't. But you know, like when you six feet, nigga just look at you like that, though. They like That's it. six feet. He, he like it, it, it's more things they look at to why you they don't think you're gonna succeed. Six feet, and, you know they can say 29, 28, yeah. whatever. Like. But Indiana came through, bro, and I needed that shit, bro. Like, I needed that shit, bro. Like, I ain't had shit and I just needed it for my morale. You know what I'm saying? You're just the mental. So that shit was everything. All right, so you done played in China. Like, you done played for, you done made some money overseas hooping, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like everyone that's around you usually looks at you like, you got it. Like, anybody that knows you, anybody that knows you and hears this will be surprised. Like, wait, you were flat? You were, like, how? Like, like talk about the pressures, the responsibilities, the expenses, what goes into how you could end up like, yo, I needed this. Y'all don't know because I make it look good, but I need yeah. it. How does it get there? Yeah, yeah. No, nah, that's real. It, it, and it be that because, like, I mean, as you see, bro, you see people ran through way more more money. 
But for me, bro, I look at money as like, like my goal was to to make the money to get my dream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, bro, if it took like paying trainers, paying for travel, I need to be here, be to be at the right place at the right time, bro. I was doing that shit. And um, so yeah, I mean, I made bread, but like you say, bro, it's like it's a lifestyle. Like, first of all, we 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 hoopers. So you want to make it look good. So yeah, a lot of expenses come with that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I play yeah. here, I play yep. abroad. Like, I make money, you want to make it look good. So yeah, I did fuck up a lot of, I wouldn't say fuck up a lot of money, spent a lot of money on clothes and going out and, but like you say, when it comes to real expenses, like, bro, I got kids and, and I am the guy that everybody come to when they need something, bro. And I'm just so real and so loyal that I don't really say no. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers yeah. like, I need I this, I need this, bro, I give it to them. And I'm like, like I say, when I look at money, it's like, all right, I'll go figure out how to make some more. Yeah. Like, I'm a hustler. Like, like, I'll just be, you know, like, I'll figure out a way to make it. But it gets to that point where, like, I'm in a G. Like, it was just COVID. I just took all these risks, make 85000 Like, I done bought all these cars from playing and making hella money. And now making less, you know, you're making, like, 4000 a month. Yeah. The shit can get tough. Yeah, so you gotta that money changes the expenses. Yeah, you gotta maintain that and build that. So like, that's what's so dope now. Like you know, like and that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, that's why life, like, you know, what I'm saying, you you gotta balance it because like right now it's like, all right, when I get thirty, I'm gonna make as much money as I can. But like, can I take this risk to play in the G? Like, that's what's so hard about this shit, bro. It's like politics, all like some people don't make it to the league because like. Bro, they just don't have the capacity to even try to go for it. You know what right. I'm saying? And then on top of that, it'd be just the fear of even trying. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this shit, this shit, this shit, bro, more complex than people think, bro. Like, and, bro, like, I always tell people, bro, it's not even just about the league, bro. Like, niggas got to be happy. Just be happy. I'm just happy I'm a professional. So I'm not going to let the league or nothing deter me, bro. Right. Like. I came from a nigga that's, bro, like I said, I'm one of the smallest niggas, bro. Like, his niggas in my size, six feet, that ain't even played pro. Like, because it, it's, it's that that's tough on his own. Like, his niggas my size right. that didn't play high school, didn't play college. Like, that shit tough enough on his own. So, like, bro, I'm just happy to be playing. So, I don't give a fuck if it's fucking in the pro-am or if it's right. overseas, everywhere, bro. You just got to be happy, bro. You got to be happy with your journey. Or if it's just right. even one day when I'm done playing, I'm just giving back to the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? This shit just, you know, you got to just just balance it out and, bro, be happy. And uh, that's what my nigga Pete said. He, he got all the money in the world, bro. It's going to be ups and downs. He's like, bro, it's about that peace of mind, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. make sure your bread's straight. Well, you got a peace of mind, bro. That's all it come down to. That's bro. it. Bro, you got anything? Dog, he didn't pause and gave us everything. All right, we're going to run through some quick hitters with you then, 2-4. Let's get it, man. All right. One album on repeat for the rest of your life. One album on repeat. The Black Album, Jay-Z. Black Album, Jay-Z. He said, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's not bad. There's some funny-ass songs on there. <laughs> I'm so sincere. Nigga, I think I'll chop you up. Put you inside the mattress. <laughs> he talking about threats. Yeah. <laughs> It's his motherfucker though. Like that's nah, like nah, 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 he's about to retire. He gave you like the intro, like he like his life 
beginning and ending on that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Perfect yeah. album. Perfect yeah. album. Yeah. That album go crazy. Perfect album. Flawless album. Three yeah. dinner guests. No, five dinner guests. Dead or alive. Five dinner guests. Um, five dinner guests. I'm gonna start with. Uh, I'm gonna start with Barack Obama. Yeah. I'm gonna go uh, Malcolm X. Five. Yeah. Barack Obama, Malcolm X. I'm gonna go with MJ. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Floyd Money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Floyd Money. Damn, the fifth one. I'm trying to think on my inspo list. Um shit. Damn, bro, I hate these type of lists. I don't wanna leave come nobody off. Come on. <laughs> if anybody come to you, throw them in too, but come on. I'm gonna go with uh Kanye shit. Yeah. All right. So Hove can't come to dinner. That's what's up. <laughs> Dang. Round <laughs> trip. Hove on that bitch home. Run that list back. Run that list oh, back down. Put Hove on that Yo. bitch home. Yo, kicking Obama off the list is crazy. Wait, everybody was alive <laughs> on that? You don't got nobody that's not Obama here? Obama Hove, I'll do it. I ain't going to lie. Hove, I ain't going to lie to you. Wait, you ain't got nobody that's not here no more? Nobody, just all, it was all living. Nah, I put X on that, Malcolm X. Oh, Malcolm X, Malcolm X. Shout out to him. Yeah. RP to go. Yeah, uh, he's like quick too. That shit crazy. Three, three all-time movies. Three movies that you need on an island. Not shy and unincluded Shy Town. Yeah. Human um, now. Paid in full. I need Come on. that. <laughs> paid in full. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh Damn. I don't even be watching TV like that. So I'm gonna go pay the fool. I can put a documentary on there. Hey, it's your list, bro. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna put the last dance on there. Okay. Okay. I'm them did, bro. I'll be watching that shit over and over again. He, they went crazy. Nah, they went crazy. Um, yeah. And uh Scarface. Okay. You know about Scarface. <laughs> you know about Scarface. You know about Scarface. I say you, hello I to the bad say, guy, huh? Yeah. I, I, th I thought you was going to say Friday for sure. Now I'm going for the glory, I'm bro. All right. <laughs> Them niggas going for the glory. Three, three life-changing books. Three life-changing books. Think and Grow Rich. Mm -hmm. I'll, be I'll be reading that over and over again. Um, they can grow rich. Um, the untethered soul. Ooh, you put me on that one for sure. Yeah, that one's tough. Yeah, you put me on that they one. They can grow rich, untethered soul. Mm, relentless. Tim Grover. Relentless. Tim Grover. Okay. Yeah, I'm a hooper, so I, I try to throw athletes in sport. Mm -hmm. and I ain't gonna lie. All right. If you could have an unlimited supply of anything, what would it be? And it can't be money. Unlimited supply of anything. She property. Mm. He a businessman. Look at him. <laughs> He's a businessman. Come on. Yeah, that was fire. That was a fire answer. Need somewhere to sleep, man, every time. 
Yeah, he said, I need somewhere to sleep. Oh, sell Keeper that Sykes shit. is having a horrible day. Keeper Sykes is exhausted. He's having a rough day. You got one hour to decompress. What do you do? Me, I chill with my kids, man. They my soulmates. I like chilling with them. Mm -hmm. They just they just see me as dad. So they just, yeah, I'm going to chill with them. I He's a great father them. too, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they love me, bro. Like, they don't, they don't show no hate ever. Like, they love you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With them, I'll be free. Funniest NBA teammate. Mm. Funniest NBA teammate. And then give us a story to behind it. Yeah, let me think. Uh, shit, I played for the Pacers. So who's the fucking finest on the team? Uh, I guess my nigga DeJon Giroux. Nigga Ladiki from uh, Houston. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is Kawhi as funny as they say? <laughs> I give y'all the Kawhi story. That shit wasn't funny, but I remember he came in that bitch telling them, man, it's my team now. Like, oh, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. So you see, Yo, I, when these little stories like sneak out about Kawhi, like you be hearing little stories, you be like, oh, he kind of one of them. You see, they, they when they shoot air balls, they got to run it down and back in LA. And um, yeah, you have to run, bro. <laughs> he said, "I'm not running that." Like, <laughs> he's above the program. <laughs> yeah, that type of vibe he was on. He was. It was around that time when he was becoming a man. He walked in that bitch. He, man, it's my team. Like, the niggas was getting old. He knew it. <laughs> Wait, Tim and them were there. Yeah. And what he what he say to him? Ooh. He just came to the locker room. I forgot what was going on, but he was like, "Man, it's my team." That's what he said. That is crazy. Like, I didn't know niggas do that. You feel me? Like, I'm like, this NBA, like, all the coaches are perfect. All the players are perfect. Like, bow down. Like, bow down. That's why I realized, like, numbers. this shit, this shit really, uh, this shit really is a high-end club. You just got to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is a high-end, like, prestigious membership club. You got to figure this yeah. shit out of here. You know, before but, uh, we get up I mean, out of here, I say, I say him. I say my man Jero just because he he came in, he came in the league, and he didn't really understand. He just coming up with his shoes on towel type of shit, and he, he was just funny dance. He, he a cool nigga, not nothing bad, but <laughs> he definitely was just funny as hell. That's my homie though to this day, like in a good way, like not even yeah. bad. Yeah. Like I used to be trying to tell him, like, yeah, you can like, like this. He, he sound like my boy, my boy, um, my boy Sko that played with the. Play with the Wizards. He was um he had a teammate that was in there, and I was living with him at the time. He just got drafted. I was living with him. Every day he come back. I ain't even gonna say dude name. Every day he come back. He be like, damn, bro, about to be his last day soon. <laughs> he said, he said, man, be coming in there. He undrafted. Like he be laughing and joking with everybody. Be just right on time. He said, man, he don't even know. Everybody be laughing with him too. <laughs> He said, it's going to be gone. <laughs> come come back Christmas, come back Christmas break. Come back Christmas break. Everybody be laughing with his ass. <laughs> he said, everybody laughing with his ass. Yo, everybody. Yo. Come Christmas break. Come Christmas break. It was like, see, told you, nigga, gone. <laughs> hey, Kiefer, we'd be remiss if we let you get up out of here without, this. I guess this will be the last topic, because this ain't a quick hitter, but you do got to speak to this, bro. The YBM Collective, there's another athlete in there. Your best friend, bro. We done spent time. Uh, we he played on Golden State. We went to the finals games. 
bro, your best friend in the in the world. Like y'all both made it from like Chicago to the NBA. Y'all got pictures lined up. Y'all do jersey swapped with your best friend. Like oh. I remember watching you at a camp talking about the first call up. The second call up was the first call up was Al Alfonso McKinney. The mm-hmm. second call up was you. Like in the whole NBA during COVID. Like talk about that relationship, what that means, how y'all push each other, just what he means to you, what y'all mean to each other. Yeah, man. Like, like I was saying, like, you really just need one person to believe in you in this world. You feel me? Like when shit getting tough, you just got to call that person. Just be, just hype you up. Like, nah, bro, you're doing the right thing. You're on the right track, you know, right or wrong. You good. But, uh, but yeah, man, we, we, we went to high school together, man. Like I say, I was trying to go to his school because he went to Eastern Illinois. Mm-hmm. The coach recruited him. Those were the only two scholarships that I had. I wanted to go there with him so bad. My pops ended up making me go to Green Bay. And then Alfonso ended up transferring to Green Bay. So we went to college mm-hmm. together. And, uh, man, I would say I hope we played pro together. But, <clears throat> like you said, I think just playing in the league together was more than enough. Mm-hmm. Um and you know we playing a lot of programs and stuff but but yeah man my best friend made it to the NBA you know made a good career for himself you know got five years out the league got that pension so you yeah, know congrats to him yeah he in there bro he stamped but uh <clears throat> yeah man we two dudes who nobody thought that we uh you know even be in the position that we in but. Al wasn't starting, bro. At GB, Al yeah. didn't start. Like he didn't start, bro. You know, went through a couple knee injuries. Injury. Yeah, he man, he got like injured the twice. Door of the G League. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, you know, like yeah, man, we just turned into some some high level professional basketball players, man. What I'll say, like mm-hmm. for some dudes that you know, like I say, coming out of Tough City where we wasn't, we wasn't, you know, it's people in our class that. You know, didn't make the NBA or people that was ranked above us. You know, we we end up becoming right. the best players out of our class. You know, and we wasn't really getting that much love. So, so yeah, man. Just like I say, tell you the power, just just the bond that we have, bro. Pushing each other, um, keeping each other on the right track, staying disciplined, and just togetherness, bro. In community, uh, meant to take you much further than just going somewhere or trying to do it on your own. So, yeah, man. I'm grateful that I had him, and I'm grateful that. You know, he my best friend, and how somebody that's like-minded is everything, bro. You know, because that's going to help people go a long way. And he talking about him all sweet and <clears> kind <throat> and beautiful. J-Bird, if you see these two in practice and stuff, like, go yo, no, even on the same team, like, Kiefer will be like, like Kiefer's a tough leader anyways, but, like, what the f*** doing, bro? Like, get up, you missed four straight. And, like, Al, a cool, smooth dude, like, uh, Shut up, bro. Like, but them two, like, their dynamic is perfect, bro. Like, like Kiefer beyond Atlas. I ain't gonna lie. Like, but and it's funny because, like, yeah, off the court is like the opposite. Like, he goofy as hell, so he'll be joking all day, talking shit. When I'm the person that be on some cool shit, like, come on, bro, we ain't gotta yeah, talk all this shit. Yeah, for sure. So, like, on the court is like, he a chill nigga, and I'm the aggressive. Then off the court. <laughs> He the aggressor, just being a, a goofy, a fool all day, and I'm just a chill motherfucker. Like, so yeah, we need Al on here too. Yeah, yeah got to be here next here. episode. You come and pull yeah. up, cause yo, we do got more to talk about. Like, and you went to the Bahamas with us, right? 
Hell yeah, to the Bahamas. Yeah, so I always tell him, bro, me and me and my homie Al had one argument, bro. When this nigga stole my, he thought I stole, wait, I thought that nigga stole my casino chips at the motherfucking thing. Because you went up to his room with me, right? We was looking for that shit. Yeah, <laughs> you was my homie. We argued, but it's, it's the only argument I ever have with this nigga. That's how you know we good friends. Like, we never argue. Uh-huh. Other than, like, basketball, but, like, yeah. real life or some. Like, we friends, like, man, we ain't about to be friends and we'll argue type shit. Like, it, 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 it wasn't even that extreme, but you know when you get into it with a motherfucker. The only time I got into it with him, bro, he, yeah, bro. first day we landed in the Bahamas, bro, this man hit hit the blackjack table for, like, 4,000. Oh, man. That's a lot. Like, I mean, anything yeah. is a lot. Like, you feel me? We, ain't, we only making 100 something $200 a day. Yeah. Right. Like, like, 500 a month, like, on some basketball shit. Yeah, four racks. So he hit that for four racks. First he day. So, bro, this man is hypnotized from this first day. I'm talking about, bro, between games, after practice, bro, this man is downstairs at the blackjack table. Me and him sharing rooms. Bro, this man downloaded blackjack on his phone. He up all night playing blackjack. Bro. <laughs> Just learning strategy. Blackjack, 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 bro. Listen, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm I won, I won ahead, 200 bucks. I won 200 yeah. bucks at, at the slots, and I was addicted. So imagine 4,000. Yeah, so you feel me? I, I, I go play a little bit, so I'm like, you know, I, I'm fucked this shit. I ain't really casino. I'm about to enjoy Bahamas, you feel me? Yeah. So I got some chips. I throw them in his pocket like, hey, hold these. This man so focused playing the damn blackjack, he don't, he don't even remember me giving him the chips. He just, bro, I, I, I literally had to put him in his pocket like, he, I'm tapping his shoulder. Yo, yo, hold these for me. He, you feel me? Hypnotized, bro. He literally hypnotized. So I go out, swim, woo-woo, play with the Dolphins, whatever, snorkel, come back. I'm A gang, what them chips that are ready to play? <laughs> he boy ain't got your chips on boy fucking man. <laughs> so we get into it. <laughs> so we arguing at the at the at the dinner table with the team, dinner everything. Coaches yelling at us. You know, he got his little bread. He, he man, I got my own money. I give you that shit on. Boy, I don't want your money, boy. I got my own money. You know, we talking cash at this point, like we getting into it. <laughs> like me and tell, I tell you. Come with me, bro, because this man tweaking. We might end up bumping, so I, we going to his room, bro. Bro, we, I, this man got the chips in his in his shorts pocket. This Damn. man switched, you know, to hoop and shit. He, oh, damn, my bad, but that shit was just funniest here, but that's the only time we got into it over some damn casino. And you cannot keep this man out of the casino, never, to this day. Yeah. Built up so when you be hearing niggas out of them gambling problems, like that. <laughs> I see why I gained that money hypnotized motherfucker. That Michael Jordan gambling addiction. Yeah. $200, I was ready to risk it all. We almost lost our friendship game. That shit was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But, but yeah, nah. That's that the story to say. That's just how much that is, my boy, man. We ain't never argue over shit. Never got into it. Come back with Al. Come back with Al. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, Cause he had turned up. Like, see, I be talking chill and shit. He had turned it, he had turned it up. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he'll be. I killed him, folks. Like, I... <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro. And no, listen. Also, last thing. This is the real life. Last thing. This is the last thing for real, bro. So I ran into somebody at the airport. I was heading to Tyler Ennis's uh wedding. Right. We chopping yeah. and whatever. And he was like, "Yo, my best friend played ball." I'm like, "Who's your best friend?" And um, he's like, "K Felder." I'm like, "K Felder." Hold mm-hmm. on, bro. Like, tap me in. Blah blah blah. So long story long, we're gonna have Kay Felder on the interview. Like oh, that's y'all lit. Used to battle, like y'all used to battle, son. 
Give us a message for K Felder. Give us a message for K, bro. Yeah, no, man. I remember um in that last game, man, I, I really had to pass him the torch. I was like, after my, my senior year, I was like, shorty, like you next. Like, you gonna be the one. And I yeah. think, yeah, he led the league in like scoring and assists or something like that. Like, yeah, he came it was out, crazy. Man. He yeah. almost could have led the country. He led the country in assists, but he didn't lead it in scoring, though. He led okay, the yeah, yeah. conference, so he led he led the conference in scoring assists, though. But, like, yeah, he was like, yeah. But, nah, man. Um, nah, man, he's super tough, bro. Um, definitely pushed me. And, um, yeah, he one of them ones, bro. He official. He stamped, for yeah, sure. Yeah, We're going to let him know, man. We're going to let him know you sent your blessings and whatnot. Yeah, 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 for sure that. <sighs> All right, y'all. You know. If you spend, I, like I got I got more to give, gang. So I'm gonna have to, you feel me? I'm gonna no, do you another, did. you know, episode two of this, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, we have a lot more, bro. A hundred percent, bro. Yeah. You could we one of the things our doors is open. Like once you come and you a friend of the show, like we yeah. have you trying to get Ryan back on here. Like, bro, you a regular. Yeah. But whenever you got something too, don't be afraid to hit me up and like, I got yeah. something to get off my chest, bro. Like, and yeah. we can start the media. We could start the media empire just like that, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I definitely uh feel like I had to be cool on this podcast, but man, the next one I'm gonna definitely turn up some more game. So All right, we gonna shoot that, and we gonna shoot that one sooner than later, bro. Cause I had fun. I had a blast. You feel me? And we done did the backstory. We gave him all the. Now we could get the takes and the how he feel about this, and you feel me? Yeah. I get in the league this year, man. That's when we gonna have a. You know what I'm saying? We gonna run it back, man. That's oh yeah, doing. for sure. We gotta do that one in person. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent game. Yeah. All right, man. So if you spent a minute watching this, we love you. Right now we at an hour and 42. So if you spent the hour and 42, you know we love you. Right. And, you know, this is the Birds View podcast. Y'all could have been a lot of places. Really, you could be anywhere in the world. But you're here with us. Yes, sir. Ski signing out, man. Love. Back outside, I'm ducking no smoke. It's up in the stock with nowhere to go. I hit a goal, they move in the post. It is what it is, I know how it goes. Picture is perfect, I'm striking a pose. You cannot compete, it's not even close. Feeling myself, I'm doing the most. You are what you eat, I ordered the goat.